Welcome to the Child Free Wealth Podcast, hosted by Bree and Dr. J, Certified Financial Planner. Here we discuss life and finances as it relates to being child free. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult your advisor before implementing any ideas heard on this podcast. Hey, all you Child Free Wealth listeners. So the other day, Bree kind of, I don't know, set me off. Let's call it that. So... Bree and Ashley had recorded a session, and if you haven't caught it back on Pride, catch it. And both Bree and Ashley have worked with me in different roles, and Bree's been attending a whole bunch of meetings with me. And they had come to the conclusion that if you meet with me, I'm going to tell you to quit your job. Is that fair, Bree? Yeah, that's fair. That, that is what I said. Your tagline should be, I'll make you quit your job. <laughs> it's like, what? What? Well, yeah, I've made a lot of people quit their jobs. <laughs> yeah. See, I am not wrong. There's a session we did with Heather and Scott and talk about actually Heather quitting her job and she goes on a sabbatical and writes her book. Ashley quit her job, started her own business. Bree went from marketing, running her own business to working with me. I'm like, uh-oh, I guess I do make a lot of people quit their jobs. Very true. So what was this conversation, Bree? Tell me about this and like, I don't know, I'm having trouble with this because... Like, I don't know if it was ever intentional. I actually think my answer is, if you hate your job, you should quit it. But you just went with just, just quit your job. Ashley and I were talking. It was like the first time we really got to know each other. So we had recorded that session, and then we were just talking afterwards. And she was telling me all about how she used to be a museum curator and worked in museums and then quit and is now a freelancer. And I was like, you know, in most of our meetings, he'll be like, well, why don't you quit your job and start a business? or become a consultant, or do this, or do that. And she's like, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I think his tagline should be, I'll make you quit your job. So the next day when we had a meeting, I told him that, and he goes, what? It's true. Think about it. And the amount of people just in the past month that some version of that has come out and been told to them, I'm like, you can't say that I'm wrong because I have notes to back up what I'm saying. Bruce right. Okay, I do tell a lot of people quit their jobs and I never really thought about it in that way because I'm really saying, all right, if we're going to embrace this file lifestyle, so we're trying to find the right balance of work at the right time, the right type of job, that often means people need to change. When we meet with couples, and we often, I mean, 70% of the people we know the couples or so, one person in the couple usually needs to change something in their job. It's really interesting. I mean, I probably, and now as I'm thinking through it, I don't know, probably 10% of people that reach out to us are perfectly happy with their job and keep doing it forever. The rest are like, well, I really wish I could, or, you know, like, and I used to use when I was teaching a lot, a question I just asked people, I said, if you could do any job in the world, it doesn't matter. You get paid the same amount of money. What would you do? And they would come up with these great answers. My answer is be a boat captain. What's your answer, Bree? My answer is exactly what I'm doing right now. I Oh, come like, on. It is. It really is. I like. She's only saying that because I pay her. But like, yeah, right. Okay, so here's here's where I'm going with this. All right, I'll ignore Brie for a second on this one because she's got to have something bigger. But like, I had people like one person said they wanted to, to be the bartender to swim up a bar. I'm like that's an awesome idea. Another one, I'll open an ice cream shop or I want to do this. At, so I'll ask people, what would you do if you could do anything? And then they'll tell me, and then I'll go, so why don't you do that? And they're like, uh, uh. <laughs> Well, 
I guess if you want a different answer, my answer would be not work. I'd want to have a foundation that pays for swimming lessons for kids across the country, kids and adults. Nice. At least we came up with an answer. Yeah. Well, it's not work. That's why I was like, it's not an answer I can use. Well, it is. If you had enough money, that's what you would do. That's true. I'll be there one day. I'm not there today. <laughs> but that's the whole point of the file lifestyles. You can make that choice. Yeah. I think the hard part of that is because we're child-free, we have the time, money, and freedom to do what we want. So if you're not happy with your job, quit. Now, if you're listening to this, by the way, make sure your financial plan is set. You, know, you have the right budget. Yeah, you know, We know all the numbers first. But I'm like, and then quit. And people are like, well, but I, I was trained in this. And I'm like, that's nice. What the 18-year-old of you chose to do is not what you should do for the rest of your life. If you enjoy it, great. But I can tell you the 18-year-old version of me was a whole lot dumber and shouldn't have been making life choices. I mean, that's just kind of how that works. Very true. Same here. I have people like, I look at their numbers and I meet with people on a monthly basis and I'll do their numbers, take a couple months to kind of figure out what their goals are. And I'll, I'll run through all their numbers. I'm like, so you two could quit your job or you could quit your job and live off your money. And they'll push back at me and go, no, I can't. And I'll do the numbers and I'll run over and they'll ask me every question in the world. And I'm like, you can't. Like, well, well, but what about this? And, what? and they start asking me a hundred questions. And by the way, like my favorite is, well, healthcare. You can buy healthcare outside or get a job that has healthcare. Well, but, but, what? And then they get stuck because I take away all their excuses. And my answer is, if you don't like what you're doing, change it. Now, retranslated, I just tell people to quit their job. But like, <laughs> it's more direct and to the point, you know? Well, you're, you're not wrong. It's just, I'm just looking at it with a little more nuance and saying, we spend about a third of our time at work. If you're going to spend a third of your time at work and be miserable, quit. Yeah. And if you ever come to a meeting and you say, well, I make this much, he'll say, so what you're telling me is that whatever your salary is, is enough to make you miserable. Guarantee every time. And if there are clients listening to this, they probably heard him say that. Okay. And I do because people will say, well, for some reason, the magic number $100,000. If I make $100,000, it's going to fix everything. Well, by the way, spoiler, it doesn't. But they'll go, well, I made $100,000 a year. I'm going, and you're not happy. No. Well, then the magic number is $100,000 and you're willing to be miserable. And they go, well, that wasn't what I said. And I'm like, yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> like, you might not have said it in those words, but, or they'll say, well, the benefits are so good. I'm like, so the benefits are good enough for you to be miserable at work. Well, they, but, <laughs> well, there are good days. Yeah, what? The one day they bring pizza to the office or something? Like, go buy pizza yourself, people. <laughs> I think the hard part is there is some guilt, other things where like, I can't give up this great job that I worked so long for. I've worked to going up the ladder. I've got, I see other people who are struggling. I'm like, that's true. That is all true. That does not mean you should be unhappy. Yep. And Bree, you know, so I say this to people and you've seen the reactions. Do you agree with me that they need to quit their job? Oh yeah. Some of them, you can tell they're miserable. And some of them are like, oh, well, like, you could probably stick it out for a couple of months while you figure things out. But other ones, I'm like, you should have been out yesterday. Yeah. So here's a fun one. So when I get couples, we talk about the garden and the rose. One person's providing support. The other one's growing, taking turns. And that, that was what my wife and I work through. And I'll ask the person that's going to be the gardener, how long has the rose needed to make a change? The answer is always years. Like, they've known they needed a change for one, three, five, seven years. And I'm like, so let me get this straight. Not only are you unhappy with what you're doing, 
but you've been doing it and unhappy for five years. Change. Now, a whole lot easier to say than do. There's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. But I'm trying to challenge people because I say you figure out your life first, then your finances, then your taxes. Most dinks, dual income couples, can live on one income if, as long as they're not like doing something, you know, they don't have a lot more housing they need or something like that. Well, then that means one person can grow and find themselves. And they go, well, but we like having two incomes. So do I. Okay, I, I agree with you. But if I'm just going to make it up my life, if my wife is unhappy, well, then let's change. You don't have to stay stuck forever. And they go, well, you know, let me, I'll think about it. Okay, cool. And by the way, we meet with people. We do initial meetings. We do ongoing, all that. I have people reach out to me a year later going, yeah, I wasn't ready at this point, but now I am. Okay. Whenever you're ready, I'm here. I'll walk you through the steps. Let's figure it out. You know, and sometimes it is starting a small business. Sometimes it's another job. Sometimes going back to school. It's whatever. But I usually recommend to people, if they afford it, take a sabbatical. Six months off, figure out what you want to do. Now, that's a luxury. Let's be real on that. That's not something everybody can do. But the way I do a sabbatical is the first two months, you take off and you watch Netflix. You do nothing. And now I tell people that and they always laugh at me. And I'm like, no, seriously, pick a streaming service, run through their catalog. And they go, well, I, I prefer Hulu. Well, that's fine. I don't care. It's not like I'm not talking about the streaming service. The point is, I want you to stop thinking about work for a while. And the truth is, for most people, you get to your 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever it is, all you've done is work your entire life. You know, I get people that even just came out of college, they get a few years in, and I'm like, you've been going nonstop. What do you want to do? They'll say, I want to do X. Cool. Why aren't you doing it? Well, because I was trained in Y. I'm like, so? Change it. So what we do is two months, do nothing. The next two months, figure out what you want to be when you grow up. Now, I use that comment a lot, and that's probably closer to my tagline. What do you want to be when you grow up, I guess? But it has nothing to do with age. It is, what do you want the next 40 years of your life to look like, or whatever it is? It's interesting, because you're going to spend the second set of two months in your sabbatical trying to figure that out. And then the last two months, I want you to just try it. Like If you want to open a cupcake shop, and I say cupcake shop all the time, whenever my wife's mad at her job, she wants to open a cupcake shop. And if you're going to go do that, I want you to go work for a couple of weeks in a bakery. When you're getting up at three o'clock in the morning to make cupcakes, all of a sudden the cupcake shop is a little less interesting or you might love it. I don't know. Go be an intern. Go try things out. Go shadow somebody. You know, go find somebody who's doing the job. Ask them how they got there and ask them to do it again and what advice they give you. And that's a luxury you can do. You can take the sabbatical to figure out what you want to do. Now people go, well, but but I got to pay my bills. We'll go over the budget. We'll make sure you have an emergency fund. We can put a little cash cushion. Even for the soloists out there, you can do it. You know, if you want to start a small business, maybe you make it at the same time as you're doing your full-time job and then make a, a small jump over to it like Ashley did. I don't know. But there are ways, if you're unhappy, to make the change. Now, Bree, when you said, hey, I just tell everybody to quit their job, was that what you meant? No, it's not like... That's just more of a direct way of saying it. It sounds more fun, but it's a very thought out process. But he'll like kick you in the butt. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love kicking people in the butt. Let's be real. I mean, people joke about it. It's absolutely true. You sit down with me. I flip open your brain, scramble it a bit, close it back up, and then say, good luck. It's like, I, you know, like, what happens if I will do this because people have never taken the time to think about it? The way I look at what I do is I hold up a mirror to what people say they want versus what they're actually doing. That's hard because we get very used to people telling us what to do. 
we don't listen to ourselves. Oh, yeah. So I did this to somebody the other day, and it's one of those skills that I've picked up. And they were talking about their job, you know, coming out of college, trying to figure out what the next step was. And they said they wanted to do this job. And I'm, I'm staying vague intentionally to, to respect privacy. And I hold back a mirror. I said, okay, so this is what you said you want to do. And they said, yes. Okay, why aren't you doing it? Well, because I've got good grades, so I should go be a lawyer or an engineer. And I'm like, that's not what you said you want to do. Well, but, but, you know, I had somebody who was a uh, medical resident last couple of years, miserable, hating his life. We really want to do art. Worked with him for quite a while. Found out later he actually did go to do art. He's happier than ever, making a whole lot less than the money he could have made as a doctor, but he's happier. That's, I don't know. I call him recounting your life to me. What brings you joy? That's more important to me. Joy or, or what makes you happy versus what brings you the most money. Absolutely. And, you know, we see people's numbers and I don't think that the people who have more money are any happier than the people who don't. And maybe sometimes they're a little bit more unhappy because they're in a job that they don't like. Yeah, the data says, and there's a couple different studies on this recently. The original study was said about $85,000, any penny over that, you don't make much more happiness. I've seen some that 100, 120. What happens in the U.S. when where you're living? Once you get your basic needs met, it doesn't make you happier. Buys you more toys. Toys don't necessarily make you happier. Yeah. Okay. So here's a great example. Of this. I get people, I love to travel. Cool. What do you want to do to travel? Well, you go over with the travels. Well, they say, my job is so stressful. I need two weeks to travel every six months. Okay. So that two weeks is for your own sanity. Yep. What if you quit your job instead? Well, then I wouldn't need to travel as much. Like, so what you're saying is <laughs> your job is worth you giving up your sanity and, and living with the stress. And the travel is just a way to compensate. Well, like, well, what? Like, that's the cycle we're stuck in. You know, it's a hedonic treadmill, a dog ad- adaptation, the gerbil wheel, whatever you want to call it. We just keep going up and up and up in salaries, hoping that it's going to make us happier, up and up in job titles. And if you want to do that, cool. You know, I had somebody really didn't need the money, but had a great job opportunity up ahead, moving up the ladder. And I said to him, I said, look, if you would do that for free and enjoy it, do it. But this job gives me a whole lot of better salary than better benefit. Ignore that. <laughs> Would you still do it? That's hard to ignore. And I'm with you. I get it. It's hard to ignore. I mean, we all want to make more money, but at what cost? Absolutely. That's the hard question. Now, if you're listening here, by the way, you know, just as well as I do, that you need to quit your job. <laughs> just like, there it is. They've come this far into this discussion. We're, you know, whatever, 15 minutes. At the- if you are in a couple, Ask your spouse, how long have I needed to quit my job? They'll tell you. If you're a soloist, ask your friend, how long have you needed to quit your job? And they'll tell you. Don't ask your peers, by the way. Don't ask the people you work with, because that's that might cause trouble. But like, True. how long have you needed a change? And the answer is, I've needed it for quite a while. Well, then what are you doing to get there? And then I have people, well, but I'm working on this project. Yeah, so if you listen to Heather Scott's podcast, have they even talked about it? Well, I have to put off quitting my job for this project. Guess what? If you got hit by a bus tomorrow, your job would post it the next day. They'd be at the funeral asking if anyone has a referral, and the project would go on. Well, I owe my employer. No, you don't owe employer anything. They pay you. You do the job. You don't owe them a thing. That is something that's really hard to break, especially if you grew up with parents who have been in their jobs forever or people like all your friends' parents have that. You're not your parents' people. And you're child-free, so not following their life script change. Exactly. I get people, well, I hate where I'm living. Well, then move. 
There's a website oh. called Make My Move. Like literally they pay you to move. Yeah. Like, well, but I can't leave my job. Get a different job. Yep. You may notice that Jay and I are very passionate about this. Me personally, it's because if you have the ability to make a change and you're not and you're just complaining about it, it drives me nuts. Do something about it and be happier. And I, by the way, I, I joke, but it's true. I go back and forth between patting you on the back and kicking the butt. I try to give you the tough love. But, you know, if you are child free and you are struggling financially, there's ways to change. If you're child free and you're doing well financially and you're not happy with your job, change. Change your location, change where you are. But that opens up the other issue, which is, but what do I want to be when I grow up? I don't know. I have no insight in that. All I do is ask people questions and see where they want to go and we'll figure it out. And I got some people starting businesses. I got people, you know, Heather's a great example. She wrote her own novel. Ashley started her own freelance business, writing for all different places, whatever. It doesn't matter, but you get to follow your dreams. They go, well, but I don't know what my dreams are. That's what we need to work on. You know, there's a reason why I do what we do is we call it life and financial planning. Figure out life first, then your finances. People go, well, but can I retire? Well, do you want it? Well, no, I want to do something else. Well, then go do that. Well, I always want to work in a nonprofit. Well, then go do that. Well, nonprofit doesn't pay well. That's okay. Downsize your house. Downsize your, your living and you can enjoy that. And it's funny because I've done this so much. Like people fight me for a while. I, and, and I got some people that really fight me. We get six months in and, and they will make a change. And by the way, the change is always messy. Let's be real. You know, you're shifting jobs. Something goes wrong, you know, like a hot water heater blows in their house or something. Like always something goes wrong in the move or whatever else. And then we get to the end and I will be sitting across from them and we meet via Zoom. And you can just see the light coming off them. Like the stress is gone. Like they are just a different person. And I check back on them like, how you doing? Awesome. Blah, 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 blah. And they'll just, cool. And all they had to do was make that change they wanted to do forever, but they needed that kick in the butt to do it. Yep. Now, are you ready for that change? I don't know. But here's the thing. What's holding you back? That's the bigger question. And what's mostly holding people back is their own head trash. That is the garbage we tell ourselves. Well, if I leave this job, I'll never find a better job. And although I'll, I'll be, you know, I'll never be. Able... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, fine. That's all the stuff you tell yourself. That's not reality. That is not what's really going to happen. What's really going to happen is you might fail. You might. But you know what? You might be happy because you tried. And I get into discussions with people, and one of my favorite to dive in is two parts. First question is, whose voice is in your head telling you what you have to do? Which, by the way, we all have some voices in our head. That is, you know, like our parents, our culture, our life, our professors, our, well, you should do this. That's nice. They don't get a vote. So that's the first part. But as you start pulling apart and saying, well, whose voice is in your head? You start going, well, what's my voice? And people just don't know. You know I'll, I'll ask people, well, what does Bree want to do? And they'll be like, oh, I've always been. And they'll fill in the blank. I've always done. Cool. That's looking back. Give yourself credit for that. Where do you want to go? Oh. And that's the, the fun part is to dive in with people and say, well, let's figure that out. So I guess, Bree, you're right. Quit your job. See? Make a change. It's just a little bit more nuanced. Very true. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a rating or review. We'd love to keep the conversation going. Follow Child Free Wealth on social media or email us at podcast at childfreewealth.com. If you're interested in working together, learn more by visiting our website, www.childfreewealth.com. 
We'll see you next time.